Hello and welcome everybody to the first edition of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Sig Daddy, and what we'll be going over on this podcast will be NXT pay-per-views, WWE pay-per-views, and AEW pay-per-views, giving my giving you my grades on each one of them, and then also and give you some of my opinions on uh, what's happening in the wor- uh, wrestling world right now. Just kind of wanted to give you a lowdown on what this podcast is going to be about. And we're going to start off hot tonight with the NXT TakeOver Toronto show. That was It was a pretty good show, I'll say that. It started off hot. And uh, I'll be giving grades for each match tonight from tonight's show. Um, we started off with the Street Profits in the Undisputed Era. Uh, O'Reilly and Fish from the Undisputed Era. And crowd was hot for both teams. One thing I noticed from... The Street Profits, man, they are over. The cups, the red cups, old cups are in the crowd. It's pretty cool to see that. And, man, that Montez Ford, he is athletic. Probably the most beautiful dropkick I've ever seen. I don't know. I've seen a lot of beautiful dropkicks. I've seen Randy Orton's dropkick when he was younger and AJ Styles' dropkick. But, man, the elevation Montez Ford gets on his dropkick is absolutely beautiful. Just beautiful. But here's some highlights from the match. Uh... Ford actually went for a people's elbow at one time. He tried to use the rocks old move. And then also he went for, he actually hit a rock bottom on uh, Bobby Fish. And then a double DDT to German suplex from Fish and O'Reilly ended up in a near fall. O'Reilly had a heel hook on Ford for a while and then Ford got out. Um, Also, Exploder from Dawkins, that guy is very, very powerful. He uses some... uh, Amateur wrestling at the beginning of the match was pretty good. And then the ending of it was a guillotine, which turned into a blockbuster from Ford, which was absolutely beautiful. Dawkins was it Dawkins got it uh, accidentally. I think he got kneed in the face from uh, O'Reilly. He took a knee to the face, fell into a tag from Ford. And then O'Reilly locked in the guillotine, and then Ford hit the blockbuster on him, which was absolutely beautiful and then uh ended up in a slugfest between both teams both teams fighting back and forth ends up on the outside of the ring somersault plancha from ford absolutely beautiful on fish and o'reilly dawkins then spears both fish and o'reilly and then frog splash on o'reilly with the pin from a ford that big frog splash from ford he got up pretty high on that frog splash pretty nice move I gotta give that match a B plus. It was a pretty good match. Good opener, hot opener. Both teams are over like Rover. And then it was I thought it was a pretty decisive victory actually for uh the Street Profits, which gives them a solidifies their reign so far as tag champs. And I thought it was a pretty good match at a good opener for this pay-per-view. And moving to the next match, it was Eo Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae kind of looking for revenge after that Io Shirai beatdown after her steel cage match on uh, that NXT show for the tag team, not for the tag team, for the NXT Women's Championship. It was That was a pretty solid match. I remember watching that um, on the network. It was really good. And then, uh, but yeah, that was kind of the buildup of this. Shirai turns on her, getting, getting this dark character. I really like the dark character because she's kind of unhinged and crazy Shirai is. But this is kind of how the match rolled. It was a brawl before the bell rings. Shirai hits a nasty suplex on the announce table to Loray. Loray gets in before the 10 count. And then 
Eventually, Shirai, she actually hits a 619 to the back of the neck of Oray. Neck, a lot of neck work after Oray gets knocked down from the top rope. Um, uh, Tope Suicida to the DDT from Oray. That was very, very pretty. Wasn't kind of was thought she was just going for the Suicida, but then she actually grabbed the Shirai's head and DDT'd her onto the floor. It was pretty, pretty neat move there. Also, and then. Then a Loray would double stomp to Shirai's back for a near fall. Couple of German suplexes. They kind of traded German suplexes down the stretch. Shirai lands on a feet after a top rope German attempt from uh, Loray, and then a swinging neck breaker from the second rope gets a two count from Loray. Oh yeah, and before that she hit a reverse Rana on Shirai, and then Shirai hits this ridiculous Spanish fly from the top rope on Loray, and then somehow we get to two count, and then it's a double underhook backbreaker from Shirai, and then a moon her moonsault, Shirai tries to hit her moonsault on Loray, and that only got a two count, and that's kind of, it feels like she's building, they're building up Loray as this kind of resilient wrestler like her, uh, like her husband, Johnny Gargano, which I think it makes sense, but it's, yeah, she was very resilient, put up a really good fight against Shirai, but it was Shirai just was too much for her, because after that moonsault, failed moonsault, not failed moonsault, but the failed moonsault pinfall ended up in a two count. She uh, puts in the Koji clutch eventually, and then Shirai makes Loray pass out from that. I'm going to give that match an A-, minus. it was a really, really good uh, brawl back and forth. Um... Good back and forth action. Crowd was really into it, and then uh, it was a good story with Loray almost overcoming uh, Shirai, but Shirai was just too much for her, and his her new motivated character kind of just overtook her at the end to beat Loray. It was a good physicality in this match. Really enjoyed it. I'm giving it an A minus for that, and then we follow that up. With the third match of the night, it was the triple threat match for the North American Championship. Roderick Strong, Velveteen Dream, and Pete Dunne. Velveteen Dream defending his uh, North American Championship. Kind of used some inspiration from the Mountie on his entrance. Raptors kind of hype crew came out and came out with Velveteen and stuff. It was a pretty cool little thing. And then some highlights from this match. Little Bret Hart uh, shout-out from uh, Velveteen Dream using the sharpshooter on Strong. That was broken up by Dunn with a dropkick to Dream's back. And then outside, Moonsault from Dunn to Dream and uh, Strong. Dunn's then German's Dream and then Strong onto Dream. That was a cool little spot because you don't hardly see that kind of... With the German, it was a German and then somebody gets german on t- top of them. Usually it's just a double German spot where both of them get German at the same time, kind of showing a feat of strength. And then eventually Dream Valley Driver from to Dunn from Dream. Olympic Slam from uh, Strong to Dream. And then an X-Plex on, from Dunn to Strong. So that was a cool little sequence there. And then eventually... It ends up in the corner. Strong has done in the corner. He has him get kind of set for his uh his stronghold, which is a Boston Crab. But uh, Dream goes coast to coast on him with an elbow drop, and then a double stronghold on both Dunn and Dream. And then it was a bitter end to Strong eventually, and then it was pin stopped by Dream. This cool. I thought this was a cool little spot there. 
Dream distracted the ref the first time. He was getting ready to pin him. He distracted him, grabbed him. Well, he distracted him the first time. That's what I meant. He distracted him. And then the second time Dunn went for the pin attempt, he literally grabbed onto the ref, stopped him right before he made the three count. I thought it was a little neat little tidbit there. I thought that was pretty cool. And then uh, Strong eventually got the Boston Crab back in. Strong hits suplex backbreaker on Dunn. He's getting ready to pin him. But then uh, Velveteen Dream breaks it up by hitting his Purple Rainmaker elbow. Yeah, that's what he hit. He hit the Purple Rainmaker elbow on him. Pinned Dunn for the win, def- uh, defending his uh, North American Championship. I give that. I'm gonna give that one an A. That was a good match. It was great action. Some creative spots. Actually, there was also one spot where Roderick Strong is running down, kneeing both Dream and done and that was pretty cool he was kneeing him and then he was just waylaying him with forearms as they're leaning against the ropes pretty cool spots there i like the ref stuff actually and then everyone got a chance to shine here everyone got their stuff in i thought it was a really good match a a grade for me best match of the night so far and that brings us next to the Shayna baszler mia yim nxc women's championship match baszler defending against mia yim started off really it was kind of st- Street Fighter tactics from Yim and then the MMA acumen of uh, Shayna Baszler. It was very physical match. Very, very physical. Lots of uh, joint work. So shoulder shoulder work from both uh, Baszler and uh, Yim. Uh, it was one big, the big spot at the beginning was uh, Shayna Baszler got her shoulder stuck in the ring steps by uh, Yim. And then she trapped her arm in the stairs. And then drop kicked it. And this played into the whole entire match. Then also, Baszler used the arm too. She went, she targeted the left arm of Yim. It was a lot of arm work. That's one of the notes I had on this. Lots of arm work from both uh, Yim and from Yim especially. It was because Baszler was selling the heck out of that arm that whole entire match. It was really nice to see. The selling on that because she by the event eventually by the end of uh the match she couldn't get the caribou to clutch onto yim but it was pretty nice on that part um here's some other tidbits on the match come back from yim it was a she kind of botched the belly to belly spot she got it the second time just kind of a little mess up there misreading between the two per- people uh but baszler gets put in a tarantula uh it was a Code Blue Avalanche from the second rope from Yim that got a very close two count. Uh, Karabuda Clutch broken up by Yim. And then a stomp to Baszler's right arm. She did use that same tactic earlier in the match, did uh, Baszler. And then a knee to Baszler. Armbar almost locked in. Yim almost got it locked in. And then a Karabuda Clutch reversed again as Baszler just couldn't lock it in with her arm being kind of dismantled by Yim using those street fighter tactics and kind of returning the favor what she was doing to her early in the match and then uh Baszler finally ends up getting a mounted triangle for the tap I thought it was good joint work from uh, both and selling from Baszler very good selling from Baszler just a little, that botch from Yim took it a little bit away from me um Yim's left arm kind of they work on that arm kind of disappeared by the end of the match which I kind of which the selling would have been a little better on that, continue to sell it. But I like the finish with Baszler not being able to cinch in the Karabuda clutch. But uh, I'll give that a B. I thought it was a pretty good match. The weakest of the weakest match of the night so far. Crowd wasn't as into it, but they were kind of 
worn down from that last match between a Dream, Strong, and Dunn. It was it was a solid match though. It's solid match B be great for me. And then the last match of this pay-per-view, wow. Just, just wow. Adam Cole, the NXT champion against Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls for the NXT championship. The first fall was a straight wrestling match. Second fall was a street fight. And the third and final fall was a cage that was decided by William Regal. It was a cage with weapons and barbed wire at the top. No escape at all. So it was winner by pinfall or submission in the final fall of the steel cage match. Here's some highlights from the first kind of fall of the match. Uh, kick to knee. It was a lot of knee work early on. As uh, Cole went to the for the Panama Sunrise early on in the match, he got kicked in the knee by Gargano, and then Cole gets... Cole runs into the steps with his knee. Gargano drops him on stairs, and then a lot of knee work after that. Uh, Panama Sunrise failed again. It was about three Panama Sunrises tried in the first fall of this match, and uh, Cole failing on all three of them. Uh, and then Gargano eventually drop kicks uh, his leg while on the rope. Cole went for a super kick and then got his foot stuck on the rope, and then Gargano drop kicked it. Uh, traded, then they trade some kicks. Uh, another failed Panama Sunrise, like I mentioned earlier. Sunset Driver from Gargano gets a long two count. Code Breaker from Adam Cole as Gargano leaped from the top rope. He caught him. And then a Mitch Noku Driver from Adam Cole for a two count. Something I hadn't seen in the first couple of matches between these two, which they were absolute bangers. Really epic matches between Cole and Gargano. And then a double down off a clothesline. Eventually, Slingshot DDT from Gargano. Ushigoroshi from Cole getting a two count. Then Adam Cole gets frustrated, grabs a chair from the ring uh, ringside in the bell timekeeper area. And then the ref takes the chair away from Cole. Cole runs up, low blows Gargano, gets a very, very close two count. And then uh, Gargano hits a super kick. And then Gargano waylays into uh Cole with the chair, and that gets the DQ around 21 minutes for the first fall. So Cole up one to nothing after the first fall. And then Gargano beats the crap out of Cole with chair. And really, the second uh, fall was kind of Gargano dominating the whole entire time. Uh, there was a little nice little touch during the second fall as they were street fighting into the crowd. Gargano took a selfie with the fan, which I thought was kind of interesting. Didn't I'm not. It was kind of interesting, kind of at the same time. I didn't really like it because I was like, it's kind of being serious at this point. But, heck, they were having banger matches, so who am I to judge on that? Cole eventually gets an eye gouge onto Gargano as they were on the announce tables. They fought back into uh, the ringside area. Gargano then back body drops him through the Spanish announce table. And then a running knee from Cole inside the ring. Cole... Then hits an Ushigoroshi on a chair. And then eventually Gargano gets the upper hand. He lawn darts Cole as he grabs him from the top rope. Lawn darts him into the other corner into a chair. And then Gargano escape for the second fall around 30 minutes. Gargano and Cole then tied 1-1. One one. And then the third fall was a 
barbed wire steel cage match. So the only way they were going to have a chance to win was either by pinfall or submission. And then there were weapons strewn all over the cage. Uh, and then eventually it was a brawl at the beginning of this cage match. Super kicks end with the clothesline. And then a super kick exchange and kendo ex- a kendo stick exchange. And then a double super kick double down for both guys. And then uh, Gargano did this interesting spot where he uses the ladder for the Rana. And then he did a reverse Rana. And then Cole ends up getting some chair shots in. Cole uses a kendo stick on Gargano's face. And then he back does the backstabber to him. Thought it was a pretty good move. I got a two count. Tornado DDT into top of the chair from Gargano. That got a two count. Sunset flip powerbomb from Gargano on the ropes as they were both fighting on top of the, near the top of the cage. Panama Sunrise from top rope from Gargano. And then a Panama Sunrise. Actually, Cole hits a Panama Sunrise from the top rope. And then Gargano hit Gargano gets hit with another Panama Sunrise from the ladder. And then Cole goes for the last shot. And then Gargano falls over. Cole sets him on top of the chair with his chin on top of the chair. Cole misses that knees right into the chair. And then Gargano goes for the STF with a kendo stick. And then Gargano sledgehammers him to the gut. Eventually they fight up the top rope. Panama Sunrise from Gargano. He hit an avalanche style Panama Sunrise. It was very pretty kind of paying back uh, Cole for what he did earlier in the match. And then Gargano would get wire cutters, climb up to the top of the cage, get the barbed wire from up there, would continue to fight Cole, and they would eventually work their way up to the top of the cage. And they'd get on this little platform as there's tables already set up inside of the ring. And then Gargano tries to punch Cole with the barbed wire. Cole ends up grabbing his hand, throws him off the... Not throws him, they both just fall off the top of the steel cage. Both grow through the table. And then Cole recovers and falls over and drapes his arm over Gargano for the three count and defends his NXT championship. And that ended around 51 minutes. It was a pretty long and drawn out match thought it was really good though i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it an a it was great action back and forth gargano was gargano seemed like he was dominating quite a bit most of the action but i like the crazy spot finish the great callbacks with the super kicks and the knee work and such it was i just thought it was a really good match overall i'll give this show an a minus grade Great action all night. Really, the couple standout matches for me were the, of course, Gargano and Adam Cole match, and then also the triple threat for the NXT North American Championship. I thought those matches were the best of the night. Would definitely recommend giving this show a watch on the network when you can. It was a great outing from NXT once again. It's something we come to expect from NXT because they always put out the better pay-per-view Seems like every single summer around SummerSlam time or pretty much any time they go up against the the main roster pay-per-views, they always put out a great product. So that's going to do it for me for this first edition of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. Look forward to doing more podcasts with you. 
And thank you all for listening, and so long.